Here we go again. Another bloody week of this bloody podcast. You're bloody welcome. No dance this week. You're going to sit here in silence. How are we all going? Welcome to the Luke Kidgel Hour, everybody. Last week was a debacle, I'll be honest. We hardly lasted the hour, but before we get into it, uh, we are going to do the buzzer. This week's going to be much better. I promise that. That's a Luke Kidgel promise. Off the record, obviously. I'm not going to promise that <laughs> after the buzzer. Off the record, I'm promising you guys a significant... a significant, I can't speak. Fuck. I'm probably... <laughs> Promising you a significantly better episode. This week's buzzer was sent in by a personal friend of mine, friend of the show, Radio Mike. Last week's was sent in by Lewis Spears. I'm (laughs) wondering if anyone other than my friends listen to this podcast (laughs) at this point. Keep sending in your buzzers at uh, LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com. Here to start the hour. Are you ready to go, Reese? Yep. Let's do it. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Mike. I mean, it's accurate. Yeah. It's like good. It's a good start. I don't know what I was expecting. I was Because it's Mike, I was expecting something garbage instead <laughs> of go. I was expecting like three, two, one. <laughs> and then Mike giggling in the background. <laughs> um, guys, I'm hot. Oh, I'm spicy hot. I'm just taking off my jumper. People get so angry at me for wearing this jumper. Americans. It says USC on it. Because uh, my cousin once did a semester at the University of South Carolina, and always in the comments, people will go to me, "What college did you go to? Huh? You went to that college? That's a shit co- or whatever." Like they, it's like, hey, don't, don't for a second, Americans, think I won't even give a shit about your country, let alone your colleges. Okay, never think that. Okay, I wear this t-shirt because it's comfy and it was a gift from my cousin. I would never study at one of your shithole colleges. Boom, now they're all mad. Yes, he gets them. <laughs> I'm edgy now. I'm edgy, guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, selling out my shows this week. Uh, holy shit. I've sold out um, Ballarat, Shepherd, and Geelong and both my Adelaide shows and the first Melbourne one. Thank you. That's very kind. I'll be honest, guys. I didn't really think I'd sell out the regional ones. That's uh, Maybe I probably should have booked a bigger venue. I, it's been very cool. I've never sold out a regional show before in Australia, um, which is very cool. So it's been two years, though, since I've last toured. So it's good that the last two years didn't go to complete little waste. It's good that uh, clearly me playing Tony Hawk until 4 a.m. really propelled me forward uh, as a comedian um, which is great. And Re- even Reese was like, do you, do you always sell this well? I was like, fuck <laughs> no. No, definitely not. I'm not sure what's happening. There's something in the water. But um, whatever is in the water, it's making people from Adelaide buy tickets, which never happens. So that's crazy. Um, usually people buy it when I'm on the flight on the way there. You sell like half the tickets beforehand. And then on the day, 50% of people go, all right, I'll come. And then they all rock up and then it sells out. But uh, selling it out um, over six weeks before... Wild. Uh, new shows are going to be announced next week. Uh, new South Wales, get ready. You're up next. 
the second leg of the tour. If you're from Queensland uh, and Perth and anywhere else, you, you will have to wait. Patience is a virtue, okay? A wise man once told me that. Pretty sure it was my dad. He's wise. Uh, so, yeah. I said this podcast was going to be better, didn't I? You did. Probably called that a little early. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was a debacle, guys. Oh, fuck, I forgot to flip the hourglass. Last week was an absolute <laughs> debacle. Uh, I ran out of content, if you didn't hear, with 14 minutes to go. And boy, oh, boy, did we do some solid padding at the end. Personally... I thought it was actually a highlight and, and a few people agreed. Yeah, people loved it. But, well, that's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> I genuinely just shit out a podcast and people go, more, more poo, bring on the poo. Um, you guys must be all my TikTok fans. You love bad shit. So, man, I'm, I'm fucking furious. I want people to know. I'm not going to talk about it yet, but on the whiteboard today, deep into the whiteboard, I reckon the seventh thing down, it says fuck TikTok <laughs> in capital letters. I just want to warn you, I'm angry and there's a rant coming. I forget what I'm even angry about, <laughs> but I'll probably remember once I start talking about it. A bunch of people probably pissed me off. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, it was all the fucking girls. Oh, 15-year-old girls, easily, hands down, worst people on the planet. Sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. Not sorry. You suck. Okay? Dude, actually, no. 15-year-old boys are worse. Mm. Yes, okay. 15-year-old girls are second worst. 15-year-old boys reign superior. I've already talked about this on the podcast before. I think I did one whole episode where I was saying that year nine is going to shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, maybe I've already done this exact same yeah. way before <laughs> on the podcast four times. Doesn't matter, guys. I'm going to do it again. This is the Luke Kidgel hour, all right? You, you, I'm not reinventing the wheel here, all right? I'm going back to episode 140, taking some ideas from that, shoving them back in. One thing that happened this weekend, guys, oh, man, it was shocking. I witnessed a hate crime on the weekend, legitimately. Uh, it was fucked up. I went to a 21st birthday party uh, one of Meg's friends, great time, great night. It gets to about 11.30, the venue's closing at 12, and the song Mr. Brightside starts slamming through those speakers, thumping. Everyone's on their feet, jealousy. It's fucking going off, as it does. It's a, it's a guaranteed banger, all right? If don't deny that, sure, some people think it's overplayed. You, you're correct, but there's a reason why it's overplayed because it slaps every goddamn time. We're halfway through the second verse. It's building up to that chorus, you know, the chorus we all love. She takes off her dress now. Let me go. Right, it's built up to that bit. Actually, that is the chorus. I think. Right. It was literally. I was about to come in. I was about to come in. This is why I remember it. I was about to come in with, I just cancer is killing me, or whatever he says, right? I was just about to sing that line. All of a sudden, some fucking psychopath who works at the venue walks up to the phone, fades it down to silence. Halfway through the chorus. And... It was correct because I just couldn't look. It was killing me. And he was taking control. 
And I was jealous. Uh, not of him, but the person who one day will punch that guy in the face. I was furious. I've, I don't think I've ever been more angry at a stranger in my life. He got booze. There was some booze in the room. Uh, the guy went, sorry, got to turn off. I'm like, it doesn't matter, all right? It doesn't matter. You've got half an hour to kick us out. Wait till the end of the song. At least have the common fucking decency to wait till the end of the song. There's some songs you just don't fade down halfway through. Here's a short list off the top of my head. Mr. Brightside would have to be number one, right? Bohemian Rhapsody, I swear to God, if any one of you sickos listening has ever turned it off at the Galileos, turn this podcast off right now. I don't want you here. Uh, Wonderwall, look, not one of my favorite songs, but don't turn it off. Don't skip it, right? I I hate the Gallagher brothers as much as the next guy. They're fucking wankers. Great song, though. That's the only true thing they've ever said. Although I didn't like, was it him or the Bittersweet Symphony guy? One of them said, I think they both claimed that they wrote the best song of all time. They're all just flat out ignoring that Gummy Bear doesn't exist. <laughs> it's crazy. It's probably been the Gallagher's, I reckon. Yeah, but also I think the guy from the... Verve or whoever sings Bittersweet Symphony, that's you know, Verve, yeah. dun, 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 yeah, dun. or is that Coldplay? Oh, that's Verve. That's Verve. Yeah, okay. It's a bittersweet. It's a good song. When people come out here and pretend like I wrote the best song of all time, you're like, cool, dude. Have you heard Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men? <laughs> Seems better. Who? 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 <laughs> them. Who wrote the best song of all time? Them. Them, 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 them. It's crazy, man. Do not turn off Mr. Brightside halfway through. I'm I'm still, I got so angry. I, <laughs> I like turned around to the guy. I was like, you serious? And by the way, I shouldn't have even been at the party. Like it was Meg's friend. No one even knows who the <laughs> fuck I am. At this party, I'm just the guy off TikTok. Everyone's like, I've seen you on my TikTok. You're the comedian of TikTok? And I'm like, yeah. So now I'm all of a sudden, the comedian from TikTok is just yelling at the bar staff. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? And then Meg comes over to me. She's like, you need to calm down, honey. <laughs> I was like, he just turned off Mr. Brightside. And I need to calm down? This guy needs to... This guy needs to get checked. You can't walk through life and think that that's okay. Because I know that there's going to be a 21st next weekend... And this asshole is going to be a savage and turn down like the Beatles or something. Oh, I want to hold your fade down to silence. Hey, dude. Nah. You work at a place. It's, it's hospitality, right? You, it's in the word. You work at a place where you're, you're working in a... Oh, what's the, what am I looking for? Let's be honest. You're working in an RSL. I was about to say you're working <laughs> in a place where people have fun. That's incorrect. It was at an RSL. <laughs> You're working in a place where people go to die <laughs> and, and sit on the pokies and throw away all their inheritance. That's actually what you're working at. But anyway, this guy's job for the night, my point is, was to cater for Steph, Meg's friend, to have a great 21st. Now, it was a great 21st right up until the last song. You know why that is, Reese? Why? Because I didn't even hear the full fucking song. <laughs> I heard half the song. I was loving it. It was actually probably the peak of the night. Yeah. Like, because I thought 11.30 was a bit early. I don't remember 21st ever finishing that early when I was 21. 
back in my day, mate, we used to go hard until about 12.30, not 11.30. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was quite early, but maybe obviously the venue's license was finishing at 12, so they just kicked us out. But I really felt like the night was just getting cranking. I just hit the D floor. I probably left it too late. I was doing the rounds, chatting a lot throughout the night, and then it gets to 11. I realized I haven't got down and had a goddamn boogie. And, sure, I, I copped some Beyonce. It was fine. A lot of girls were loving it. I didn't know the words to one of them. Um, although I, I'm good at like fitting in. Fitting in, yeah. I'm great at fitting in with 21-year-old girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's almost like my crowd. I kind of like, they're like my inner being. Yeah. You know how some girls are like, you know, my spirit animal is a fucking dolphin or whatever. Yeah. My spirit animal is a 21-year-old <laughs> female. <laughs> because... I didn't even know the lyrics to this Beyonce song, but I knew it was Beyonce. Like my my inner instinct, like the 21-year-old girl in me was like, I know it's Queen B. <laughs> and I just yelled on the dance floor, it's Queen B. And all these girls like, woo, TikTok guy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I was, the, I was the life of the party. I didn't even know the lyrics, but as long as you acknowledge um, that Beyonce is playing and is present in the room, people love that. Mm. It's a real crowd pleaser. Um, and I'm like the type of guy to 21st where if I hear the start of all I do is win starting like the when it comes in, I'll be the guy that yells out DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy sucks, but I'm happy to be it every time. <laughs> Dude, I've talked about this in the podcast before. The funniest ever rap verse of all time is Ludacris's verse in that song. <laughs> He starts up his verse and goes, Ludacris coming in with the verse. <laughs> Just come in. Don't fucking keep us waiting. Imagine if I was like, guys, I'm about to tell a joke on stage. <laughs> Everyone would be like, Just tell the joke. We're at a comedy <laughs> night. It's like, Luda, I'm listening to the song. All right. It's crazy that you're even saying I'm coming in. I understood you were coming in with the verse. You're featured on the track. I'm not an idiot. Man, anyway, so that pissed me off. <laughs> Guy turned down Mr. Bright. I think I'm taking down I am taking out my frustrations with that bloke at the RSL on Ludacris. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ludacris. <laughs> you did wrong place, wrong time. You got caught in the crossfires there of a completely missed uh, misguided anger. That was. And I apologize. I love your work in the Fast and Furious films. Personally, preferred it when you had an afro. But that's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We all loved you more when you had an afro and it's fine. You know, whatever. I get it. You didn't want to look like the guy from the boost juice ad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is totally fair, but I don't know. I liked it, man. Too fast. Too furious was where that saga peaked. Oh yeah. Everyone likes Tokyo drift. Not a fan because the main guy's accent is so jarring. Is he Australian or is he American. South African? He has like this yeah, it's weird. jarring, like non-American accent. Um, yeah, whenever you hear an, an Australian or a South African in an American film or a New Zealander, they're just like, everyone's like, oh my God, quick, let's get back to the base. And then some Australian guy's like, yeah, she'll be right, mate. And you're like, oh, it just throws <laughs> you off when you're watching it. And that's why I didn't like that movie. Um, but yeah, guys, do not turn down Mr. Brightside in my presence is the moral of the story. Even like... 
one, I got this like I got this forty year old mum at the party real fired up about it. Yeah. Like I was like getting fucking fired up at <laughs> this guy. Like everyone was getting kicked out, and I was like I was still going on about it. Like everyone had moved on, and I was like fucking turn down Mister Brightside. I'm like I'm like they're the killers, mate. You better watch out. <laughs> I think I'm, at one point I clearly sent him a death threat, like, <laughs> but not from me, killers. from the band. <laughs> I was like, they'll get you. Um, what do you think they're called? The killers for a reason. Um, anyway. So I'm painting. Yeah. And then I get this 40 year old mum involved in my beef with this guy. And by the way, the guy had a man bun because of course he did. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you fade down that track with a man bun? And a, let's be honest, a horrific attempt at a wildling beard from Game of Thrones. Just this ginger. Oh, maybe that's what annoyed me about him. He was a ranger. Yeah. You know, if a brunette or a blonde turns down Mr. Brightside, you're like, well, they're genetically gifted. <laughs> but if a ranger does it, ugh, it's like you're trying to hurt us because genes hurt you, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> God. That's really mean because they can't control it. <laughs> I was saying to Meg this week and it's the, I think it's funny because you, you can't say this. You shouldn't. Um, the race always gets so nervous when I get into <laughs> areas like this. I was like, God, there's nothing funnier than just insulting someone about something they can't control. Yeah. Like it's, it's that it's the most brutal type of joke, you know, like gingers, obviously the, the most ma- tame, end of that you know like no one cares oh you're a ginger they're like okay cool it's not it's not a hot diss um but you know insulting lewis because he's tall great one can't control it he can't shrink he's tried he has he can't do it um insulting me because i've got a boring head sure I, i do you know um anyway guys that's i don't know what i'm getting at here i have i don't know where this is going but anyway Insult your friends <laughs> for genetic things. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a big week, honestly. I feel like I've got, um, I don't know. I feel like I've been saying that for the last 30 weeks. Oh, God, it's been another big week. Uh, I've just been getting ready for the tour. Uh, I've been trying to work on the show. Really been trying to make it as good as possible. I've been up late kind of writing jokes. Uh, I have a lot of jokes in my show this year about like, kids <laughs> and i need to like figure out if that's the direction i want to go as a comedian like oh look yeah what he just talks about babies for like the whole time i have like a two minute bit about how fucked babies are <laughs> in my show and i'm like not sure whether to put it in or not because it's like man i don't know babies are fucked though have you ever seen one yeah. they look at you and you're like yeah. fuck off <laughs> Anyway, so guys, I'm I'm working on that. Uh, I think it's time, Reese, for us to give an update. Uh, last week we posed the question. Um, hang on, we got an opener. Oh yeah, I see it. Um, we posed the question: Are we too old to start skateboarding again? I'm 24, about to turn 25. Now, a few people came out and said, "Luke, you're acting like you're 30. All right, calm down. You can shred." Although there was a few people we that voted no. We did a vote on Instagram yeah, story. Were a it was about 70% said shred on my dudes and 30% said you're too old, grow up. Yeah. Um, so 
you know, we're letting 30% of our community down right now because, guys, this is a new segment. Welcome. You are now entering the Shred Zone. Gnarly. Kickflip. Ramp. Tony Hawk. Two adults desperately trying to relive their youth. This is the Shred Zone. Zone, zone, zone. Cool echo. What an opener. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, Guys, welcome to the Shred Zone. This is the segment where we update you about our shredding during the week. (laughs) It's going to be a regular segment because very excited to announce... We're getting skateboards. Cool. Here we go. Reese is probably more excited oh, than me. Yeah. Be oh, messaging me every day. So when are we getting the boards? When are we getting them? Uh, we are going to get them this week. We promise. Uh, we'll have them by our shows, uh, my show on Warnable on Saturday. So yeah. we'll be shredding on the tour this year. Yeah. I'm thinking of looking at my brother's going to be so angry because my brother and his mate are like organizing my tour. Right, so they're going to be furious when I add on extra baggage costs to every <laughs> single show. I'm like, man, we have to add on an extra suitcase. Why? Oh, because we need to take our skateboards. And they'll be like, but that's not part of that's not a tour expense. I'll be like, yes, it is, yeah. because I cannot perform. You know, I'm going to be like a diva about it. I'm like, I will not get on stage in fucking Adelaide if I don't have my my cruiser with me, <laughs> my penny board <laughs> on deck. Right, I need. I need wheels. How am I going to get around? You know, it will save me money on Uber. Yeah. Um, Cause like recently I went over car when we're interstate, but we'll be able to shred everywhere <laughs> for sure. We'll, we'll probably end up going on like a four hour skateboard one day yeah, to I avoid reckon. like a $20 Uber. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. <laughs> it's going to be great. So we are heading down uh, to Warnable this weekend. And on the way home guys, we are going to stop off. At the world's grimmest skate park in St. Leonard's. We've signed the petition uh, to make it less grim. Although a part of me hopes they keep it grim mm. until Sunday. Because that is... A, I feel It feels like a good beginner skate yeah, park. Yeah, it feels good, yeah. We talked about the skate park a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. It consists of two very small rails and one ramp smaller than like a Kmart kids plastic ramp. You yeah. know those black... Yeah, yeah, it's it's grim, and I don't think we have to worry about like any other skaters there. <laughs> no, that's one thing. I don't think it'll be too crowded when we go. So that's going to be our first uh, shred spot that we hit up on the tour. Is we're starting right at the bottom. It's only up from here. You know, we're going to be like Drake, dude. Started yeah, at Saint Leonard's the bottom. and now we're here because <laughs> that will make Adelaide look good. Yeah, like Adelaide's quite flat though. I'm looking forward to Adelaide because um I don't know how I'm going to go down with hills because I'm still struggling. With the fact that there's no brakes um, on these things. Yeah. You know, like I'm cool with scooters because you can like stop it's them. It's a brake, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I like bikes more. But we do have some uh, emails that came in about our shredding. A lot of uh, support. Actually, this one was this one was really supportive and I loved. Um, hang on, I'm just getting it up. Oh, I've lost it. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is from, came on Instagram from Jessica. Uh, she goes, I'm 28, 29 this year. And I just asked my best friend to learn with me yesterday. She said no, though. Jess, rough. don't let your friend dictate what you do. Just join the Shred Club, all right? And come shred with Reese and I, you know? We should maybe start a Shred Club Yeah. if people want to get into it. I feel like we might be encouraging people to break their bones here. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to... I'm really worried I'm, like, not going to be able to push, push <laughs> off. Like, I don't... You saw me. There was this like, 
<laughs> we can chuck the footage in now for video watchers. But there was this like, I don't know, trolley thing at the new Luke and Lewis studio. And I, it was had four wheels in it. So it's very similar to a skateboard. Wooden trolley, I think designed for moving furniture yeah, around. Yeah, you put it under like something that you're moving. Dude, I couldn't even stand on this thing. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to go with a skateboard. <laughs> this thing was crazy. Um, so yeah. By the way, when we go to the skate park, do, do you think you can like do the ramp? Maybe. It depends how how long it takes for it to come back to me. Cause it's been, can you do an ollie? Yeah. But the last time I did an ollie was probably in 2010 or 2011. Okay. <laughs> come on, man. It's only been 11 years. God, get back into it. What's something that I did 11 years ago? I don't know. Like went to the Commonwealth Games. Oh, no, that was in 2006. That was yeah. ages ago. <laughs> went to the Olympics, maybe. Yeah. No, that wouldn't. No, that would have been... I watched the Commonwealth Games on telly, the one yeah. after Melbourne. I was trying to think of something I did 10 years ago. What did I do in 2010? What was I doing then? I was in was that the year you skated? Maybe. What Was that in year nine or 10? It would have been around the year, year eight, 2010. Oh, yeah. Year, I eight, s- year eight. It would have been year eight. Yeah. I was a oh, no. Nah, I was you're more year nine, year 10. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. No, nah, year eight, I was I was still listening to the Chili Peppers. Year okay. nine, I converted into Blink-182. Yeah. Oh, about the end of year eight, you know, I started putting on Fallout Boy, got a feel for the scene. <laughs> I was like, and then I became a skater boy. I think I was the bloke that Avril Lavigne was referring to retrospectively. Um, this one comes in from uh, Corey, right? He wrote in on the email, lukehidgelpodcast at gmail.com. He goes, hey, Luke and Reese. I'm 25 now, going on 26 soon. So old, older than yeah. us. Loser. <laughs> and I've just recently started relearning to skate in the last two weeks. Man, imagine skating when you're 25. Yeah. That's a sentence I can say for another two weeks. <laughs> um, I think that you are definitely not too old at all and would like to extend the invitation to go have a skate sesh one day. Bro, I'd love to. Oh. Trick tip. Well, I don't know if I want to do tricks. <laughs> I don't know about trick tips, man. How about stand on board tips? Because I don't know if I can do that. Trick tip, go to skate parks during school hours. There's only ever little kids and no scary 14-year-olds. That's a really good tip. Yeah. I'm fucking petrified of those kids, man. They're like 13, but they're like armed with Mountain Dew and a bad attitude. And they scare the shit out of me. And very little par- uh, parental figures in their life. And that's a, it's a mean combination. And then yeah. like, you suck. I'll be like, no, I know. <laughs> um, this one uh, came, comes in from Ricky. Hey guys, Ricky here. You're definitely never too old to skate. Another one on our side. I used to skate heavily throughout my teenage years. I skated all the time right up until I was about 21. Yeah, because you were too old. <laughs> <laughs> and recently went and got myself a new set at age 26. Yes, Ricky. Luke, it's the perfect thing to get from A to B if you just want to cruise, chuck in those headphones and go on your own nostalgia trips. See, that that's my <laughs> fantasy. Like, that's where I want to end up as a shredder. But I worry that when we get them on Friday, I won't be able to... What's the word? Go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won't be able to, like, move, which is, like, the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll you look might- cool holding it. <laughs> Got to use it more as like an accessory. Yeah, like on Instagram, I'll look fucking cool. <laughs> but not when I'm standing on it. <laughs> yeah, that's my dream, I think. Because you got to be quite confident. Like I can do that with bike riding now. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty confident, you know, <laughs> since I was like eight or maybe even earlier. 
to be like, I'm going to chuck headphones in, have a cruise, and I'm not going to fall off. But I'm so worried about, like, yeah, killing a mum. You know what I mean? Like, on a bike track, because, like, going down a hill and then yeah. being like, sorry, this thing doesn't have brakes, and I don't have the skill set to stop it. How does Tony Hawk slow down? He doesn't. He doesn't. He just shreds. He just shreds. That's cool. He dodges the mum. Yeah. yeah. We'll do a 900 in the process. Probably. <laughs> Is that like the only trick you know? <laughs> no, it's heaps. He doesn't make twists. Throughout the... You just know the tricks from Tony Hawk. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I know what like an acid drop is. Acid and drop. That's about it. And a heel flip. I don't know what a heel flip is. It's like the opposite to a kick flip. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, didn't realize this was a quiz, but I nailed it. Uh, he goes, and Reese. Get in there and bust out some tricks. Oof. Maybe even convince Luke to try drop in and <laughs> film it for all the lights to witness. <laughs> Two things here. One, go fuck yourself, Ricky. No. <laughs> Two, that's a great name for my fan base. <laughs> Kidulites. I'm a Kidulite. It sounds like you're all a bunch of little um, hydrolites, like you guys yeah. go in my drink and I just whip you guys up. Yeah. <laughs> Kidulite. It sounds like an energy drink. Um, but... Be like me and go out for a skate once a week. Try to relive your teenage years just for a little bit. Sad, I know, but fun. That's a lot of the energy that's happening yeah. here on this podcast. It's a lot of guys and girls, Jess included, out here trying to relive something that they thought they had, <laughs> in my case, never had, but wish they had in their youth. You know, I, I feel like I glorified the skate culture. I got into the video games, never actually hit the streets too hard. There was one summer where I went down a, a mildly pretty impressive hill. Oh, yeah? I, I bailed and then I ran <laughs> and then I, I got a graze on my leg. But that was like 10 seconds there where I was like, geez, Luke's gnarly. Yeah, this is my life now. Mm. Uh, this last one comes in from Mason uh, about the skateboarding. He goes, just listen to episode 185. Absolute ripper of an episode as a fellow 24-year-old. Boom. Mm. You guys hate good content and um hang on the camera stopped oh we're back um anyway he loved last week's episode despite there being zero content for the last 15 minutes <laughs> going on 25 uh who has also wanted to pick up skating again recently your episode convinced me oh. to buy a skateboard shred on boys Woo. we're recruiting Guys, join the Shred gang today. Hashtag Shred on. You're never too old to shred. Tony Hawk does it. Dude, there were so many comments of being like, and it was using my logic from last week's podcast when I was like, Tony Hawk doesn't wear a helmet, so why do I have to? But then I realized he does wear a helmet a lot, um, which Meg pointed out during the week. She's like, he exclusively is known for wearing knee pads and a helmet. <laughs> He's like the safest skateboarder of all yeah. time. Um but yeah, my logic was like, well, if Tony Hawk can, I can, except for skating. Everyone else was like, boys, you're not too old to skateboard. Fucking Bam Majera still skateboards. I'm like, yeah, and he also does meth. <laughs> it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> he literally got kicked off the cast of Jackass. Now, I love Bam. I fucking love the Jackass boys. I was watching Jackass 1 last night oh, yeah. <laughs> with Meg's brother-in-law. <laughs> it was fucking gross, actually. Yeah. A lot of poo stuff. Yeah, Dude, a lot of poo things back in the day. But uh, my favorite parts of the Jackass movies were always like the skating bits and the dumb stunts. And, um, oh, by the way, this is kind of an off um, <laughs> camera discussion, but we're doing it now. <laughs> you sent me, Reese sent me a, his collection <laughs> of, 
of Viva La Bam and CKY videos. Yeah, Is that yeah, what they're called? Like a whole collection. He's got all of Bam Majera's, like the whole box set <laughs> on DVD. And I've told Reese uh, that every <laughs> single weekend of the tour, he needs to bring, like, we need to work our way through like three seasons of Viva La Bam yeah. across the tour <laughs> after the shows. Because, like, we'll go out, we'll be shredding all day. Yeah. We'll have a show, cool, a little bit of comedy in the middle, but then back to what we came for and then focusing, watching Bam shred, yeah. um, looking up to our idol. <laughs> uh, and then... So it's just going to turn into Bam antics. It will. <laughs> <laughs> the, the vlogs will be, like, heavily jackass-inspired. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like... Hi, I'm Luke, <laughs> and this is the St. Leonard's drop-in, and I drop in off like 10 centimetres of ramp. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, can you bring one DVD to each leg of the tour? Yeah. Ruben, Ruben's going to be opening <laughs> my shows. He's going to fucking hate it. He's going to be like, guys, this is not vegan, and it's way too late, and you're watching Bam Majera videos. <laughs> He's not going to be into it at all. But, uh, man, I'm so excited. Mason... Congrats, mate. Good luck uh, with the sh- with the shredding. I encourage other people to join us. It's never too late to shred. And um, yeah, the shredding's about to get started. Next week, we'll have a proper shred update for you. Um, and we'll be we will already have been to the skate park yep. and had the first show of the tour. Warnable uh, is still on sale, by the way. And Melbourne Comedy Festival starts in like two weeks. Oh, so get on that. Uh, I want to talk about this. Everyone's been talking about the Megan versus Royals. Uh, slash Oprah into interview that happened yep. being huge news. Um, obviously, I'm a podcast. I'm a white guy with a podcast. I got to have a take. I got to have a stance on the issue. Unfortunately, because I'm a pretty uninformed white guy with a podcast, uh, I haven't actually watched it. However, that does not that's not going to stop me from having an opinion on the matter. Uh, Meg wakes up this morning and goes, yeah, so whose team are you on? You know, obviously team, uh, Megan versus the Royals. And I go, there's teams like, what the fuck happened in this interview? She's like, yeah, you're either team Royals, which no one is. They treated it like shit or your team, uh, Megan or Megan or whatever the fuck her name is. Is her name Megan or Megan? Megan. I Megan. I don't know why I called her yeah. Megan. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I was like to Meg, I was like, I'm not picking teams. Fuck it. If I have to pick a team. I'm team Oprah. All right. She goes, but Oprah was just interviewing them. She's not on a team. And I was like, yeah, fuck the Royals. Fuck Harry and Megan. No offense. They seem like lovely people. I'm team Oprah. You know why? Get your bag, dude. She's out of here chasing that cash. She's like, yeah, I'll come back for an interview. And I think she came out in the interview and was like, I'm not being paid any money for this. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, maybe I could be completely wrong here. I mean, I probably am. (laughs) And I'll, cause I'll reiterate, <laughs> haven't seen the interview, <laughs> just seen the memes, right? I saw a few memes. I got the vibe that it was like, it kind of insensitive that people were making memes about it. Cause Meg told me some of the themes that were discussed and it wasn't the themes that should create memes. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot of heavy, like mental health mm. stuff she was suffering, um, during her time at the, you know, with the Royals. I haven't seen what it was, but, um. Maybe maybe they weren't making money out of it because that does seem like a fuck thing to profit off. Maybe, yeah. Just her mental health. But um, yeah, whatever it is, I'm fucking team Oprah, man, because, dude, she's back in the spotlight and it's great to have her back. I'll be honest, I watched the promo. She seemed a little bit rusty, but that's okay, Oprah. She's been out of it for a while. Um, 
but yeah, just that that's that's my whole take. Great to see Oprah back, you know, as a once again, as like the twenty one year old female in me, you know, who grew up watching her on TV on my sick days. Great to have her back on my telly, you know? If dude, I would love her uh, her you know what like would be an epic crossover from my childhood sick days? If Oprah, Dr. Phil, and the guy from Ready Steady Cook did a did a collab, you know? And uh fucking <laughs> Oprah was a red capsicum and Dr. <laughs> Phil was a green capsicum and they just had a cook-off. And that one guy in the middle was like, fucking, it's 2 p.m. and we're cooking. And Luke's sick again at grandma's. Did you ever watch that shit? Uh, yeah, I remember seeing Did your grandma have Foxtel? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can't relate. Yeah, yeah. So you, you watch Nickelodeon and good shit. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, true, yeah. Some yeah. of us had to watch fucking Ellen when they were nine. <laughs> You're like, I, just, I didn't even get it. I was like, why is she dancing over the table? I don't get the bit. Growing up, still don't. <laughs> Although, can I say, I've started our last two podcasts from dancing. Meg's coming in. She's trying to sneak in without being noticed. Did you really think your presence in a room that's like three by three square meters wouldn't be noticed? What are you looking for? Um, just the charger. The charger for? The computer. Was it in my laptop bag? Oh, my, my backpack? You didn't check the last bag it was in? Yeah, she's a, she's a genius. Um... Yeah, Meg, were you, you watched the interview. Were you pumped that Oprah was back? Were you pumped that Oprah was back? I was. How did she do? Was she rusty? No, she, it's Oprah, please. That's what Matt said. Matt asked me the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. That's so, what everyone wants to know. How she's she, going to be rusty. So of course like, she's going to uh, be rusty. No, 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 no. Oprah does not get rusty. That's insane. <laughs> she probably had a tetanus shot beforehand. <laughs> All right, guys, that was a banger. What a good joke. Um, I want to talk about this. Uh, I watched one of Mr. Beast's videos during the week. I love Mr. Beast. It's fascinating to watch. I will. I watch two really mainstream channels quite a lot. I watch a lot of Mr. Beast. And you know who I still love? I still have a real soft spot for? <laughs> Dude Perfect. <laughs> I fucking love their channel. Like, it's so... It's a bit, you know, cringy and, like, over the top. And it's obviously a kid's channel. So was, if you ignore that... God, some of the, it's so satisfying watching balls just land in basketball hoops over and over. And just, oh, it's something fucking good about it. It's a good format. Um, but yeah, I was watching this Mr. Beast video. And I watched a lot of his videos. And it was called Selling Houses for $1. And before I even clicked on the video, I was like, if this is real, and it did seem like it was real, I think you have to believe it as a viewer. Yeah. I, tr- I truly think he does do the things. Some of the houses weren't great. They would have been like maybe like... But even still, that's like 400000 minimum a house. Even if it was a shit house. One of them was quite nice. Mm. I don't know how much houses go for in America, but if it was here, that would be at, a, at least a $1.5 million video. If he's, I think he gave away like three or four houses. That's Even if the houses weren't that expensive, it's still not cheap. But anyway, for the purposes of this discussion, I, I think it was a real video. And he claimed on uh, Twitter during the week that it was. Um, he claimed on Twitter during the week that it was real. Mr. Beast tweeted, um, my standards for videos have gotten so high that we gave away three houses and I thought it was so lame. So we gave away another two to make the video better. I have a problem. And then he claims to go on in the... Uh, thread of this tweet that it is real and people are doubting him and stuff. I think it's real. But here's my concern for Mr. Beast. Love his content. 
But where does he go from here? You've given away five houses in a video. At one point, he gave away an island to one of his friends. Like, they all competed to win an island. Like, that's insane. You know, like, dude, what's next? Like, (laughs) he's going to have to buy a planet. I think at one point, Mr. Beast will somehow convince some kind of military or government entity that he should own Pluto or something (laughs) like that. And he just like, and then he's like, I bought a planet because then what do you do? Then do you buy the solar system? I just want to know where his channel ends because the whole kind of trajectory of his channel has always been kind of one upping the last idea. It's like, at first he was like, I gave away a car and it's like, cool mate. Who are you? David Dobrik. All right. He literally started his own burger chain, didn't he? Or something like that, uh, like the so. Mr. He, Beast yeah. Burger. He's done these things where he like he's he's run a fast food restaurant for a day. They've they've gone into stores and bought out the whole store. Now he's giving away houses. He's gonna have to like buy a skyscraper next, and then like give away the floors to businesses or something like that. I just want you guys to theorize in the comments because it's blowing my mind. Has he peaked? Like. Obviously, the channel will continue to generate money, and I know for a fact he he runs the main channel at a loss and then uses his gaming channel. It's pretty smart what he does. He uses his second and third and fourth and fifth and however many channels he has, like Mr. Beast Gaming and stuff, to fund the main channel to see how big he can get it. He tweeted about it, and he's talked about it pretty openly on podcasts. His business model is fascinating. It's just like throw money back into the hole and see how crazy shit can get, <laughs> which is kind of like what me and Lewis do on a really small scale, except we're only just hitting the point now on our podcast. And even with my content, we can actually invest in the content, like the money, because often we were just investing in like turning around the content, the editing and stuff. But man, he must have like clearly like a $1 million budget for some videos, mm. which is would piss TV networks off. So much, which is hilarious, I think. So, um, yeah, I would love to know you guys' thoughts. What the fuck does Mr. Beast do now? Can he top giving away five houses in a video? You know what he should do? Go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation and just make all the wishes yeah. come true. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many wishes they get yeah. per day. Or maybe a week's worth of wishes. Yeah, but then you have to like get John Cena to come in, and yeah, you know, that, that's a whole thing, <laughs> you know. To come in, yeah, but that would be a good video. You're welcome, Mr. Beast. You can have that one for free. <laughs> it will not be for free. It'll be a very expensive video. I don't know. I just I can't wait until he like, you know, rents the universe for a week, <laughs> and then he gives it buys themselves a planet. Yeah, and then he gives it away to some like working mum or something like that. <laughs> Because it started off, he was like going into cafes and just handing people like 500 bucks. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, here's a future. Maybe he didn't give them the house like catch free. Maybe like they gave him like a hectic mortgage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just gave his people a burden. Yeah. No, nah, I reckon he would have had to give them away all for free. You can't just give someone a burden like that. You can't be like, here's a deposit. Have fun paying this off for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. But, um, very interesting though, guys. We're finally up to it. I'm so excited. I've just looked at the uh, <laughs> the whiteboard, and it simply reads "fuck TikTok," <laughs> and I could not agree more. Past Luke, when you wrote that, dude, 
uh, uploaded this video during the week. Yeah, this was what this week's rant was about. Uploaded a video of me doing that bit from years ago, talking about me like the joke is like I'm doing chores around the house and my girlfriend's getting turned on. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like do the washing. And then she's like, oh my God, like it's so hot. And then it escalates. Uh, and then at the end, she does a fat old cum in the bit. Right? <laughs> Dude, girls were furious. I got like 30 messages on Instagram being like, you are, you are the, you are a trash man, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what is their point? What is their point here? Cause she's like, you, and all the girls are like, yeah, doing the bare minimum. And I'm like, you're 15. Your mum does your washing. <laughs> what are you even t- commenting on this for? It blows my fucking mind. I got all these messages on like people going like, blah, blah, man, if a guy ever did that for me, I wouldn't even be that impressed. That's the bare minimum. I'm like, I don't give a shit. And also, <laughs> it's a joke. My girlfriend doesn't actually come when I do the dishes. <laughs> she doesn't sit there and whack one out while I'm fucking putting on a load of washing, you know? It's a comedy. <laughs> It's crazy that they see a dude on a stage with a microphone. Ev, like pretty, it's heavily implied that it's at a comedy show. Oh yeah, it's it's so heavily implied. You see people in the front row. Of course, there's people in the audience laughing, and I'm I got a microphone and I'm on a stage. It's clearly a comedy show, and they're just like, and then some people started bagging out Meg. Your girlfriend needs to have more respect for herself. Blah blah blah. I'm like, firstly. I wrote that when I was with my ex. That joke is like five years old, right? And it wasn't about anyone in particular, you know? Mm. I had a few people go like, you know, I think some girls messaged Meg, like, I can't believe you let him say stuff like this. And she's like, well, it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. And you're 14. <laughs> so, nah. It's crazy, man. That app is just full of damaged youth. <laughs> like, really broken. It, it takes a... It takes a lot to go wrong, I reckon, to comment on a stranger's TikTok. Not not in like a participating, oh, funny, taking your friend away, sure. Like that's what yeah. that's what the comment section's for. Great. But to comment like to try and change someone's mind mm. on an app that let's be honest, I don't I only really check the comments because people sent it to me and I started getting messages. That's the only reason why I check the comments on TikTok. If people start messaging me, I'll go, oh, fuck, are people getting mad at me? And, that? Yeah. and then I go into TikTok. I'm like, and there's like the first comments, like 3,000 likes is like, he did the bare minimum. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. Man. I might be trash, but you are broken. That's all I have to say. Um, the bar is so low for men. I think, isn't that the joke? Like, to me, that's the joke. Yeah. yeah. The joke is like, women get turned on because men are garbage. Yeah. Exactly, and and yeah. we don't do the jobs. Yeah. Right? And traditionally, men are trash at doing housework. That's like the joke. And girls are like going, fuck you for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm on your team. Focus on the argument. This is the problem with girls. You got to... Bill Burr has a great bit about it. He's like, you gotta, you gotta stay in the pocket of the argument, all right? Because they start just, they manifest this idea in their brain that, like, you know, their own that they put their own uh, insecurities and thoughts on what you've said, and you're like, no, you're putting words into my mouth. Anyway, guys, people on TikTok are stupid. Rant done. I don't know why I wrote that down. Fuck TikTok. Ben, everyone, 
Oh, you know what? Everyone on my Discord was getting angry on my behalf this week because how many fucking dumb comments I get on my show thing. So there was like seven comments on one of my Instagram posts promoting my shows. First comment was, hey, man, when are you coming to Sydney? And I go, we'll be announced next week, man. I commented. Now, there's only seven comments. Four comments down, and, and then I refresh it. A new one's left. When are you coming to Sydney? Read. Now, I know that doesn't mean much coming from me. Haven't read a book since about 2014. But read. You know? Come on. I swear to God. Oh, and another one, guys. I'm just going to tell you this now. And I'm, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. If I get another email this week. And I'm, I'm sorry, but it's always from a girl. It is. It's, <laughs> it's always from a girl. Hey. Me and my friend Stephanie bought some tickets to your show. We bought some general admission tickets. We we're just wondering. We bought them tickets separately. We we're just wondering if we were able to sit together. <laughs> hey, Stephanie's friend. <laughs> you just said the word general admission in the sentence. <laughs> you did. <laughs> we bought some general admission tickets separately. We will be able to sit together. Okay. Hey, Stephanie's friend. <laughs> Google the term general. <laughs> then Google the term admission. <laughs> then get back to me. Because <laughs> you're dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that every day. And I think maybe, to be fair to them, I think people actually don't understand what the term general admission means. Mm. Or perhaps maybe that term has shifted over time between different events. Maybe. Because maybe they think, no, it doesn't though. Because even at a concert, if you both buy general admission, it's pretty obvious that you're both going to be in the general bit, even if there are exclusive front yeah. row seats because you're in the general bit. Yeah. I don't know where the confusion comes from, but I get about one email a day. Yeah. Will we be able to sit together? The answer is yes. There's, there's no like seats it's, it's a comedy show like people like think it's gonna be like an arena mm. you're gonna rock up to a pub there's gonna be a hundred people there and just sit wherever the fuck you want <laughs> okay that's the vibe of the show just sit down grab a beer and have some fun all right but man people must overthink this fuck out of something yeah. like they buy a ticket it's like 35 yeah. bucks which is not that expensive it's mm. it's very it's uh, for, in my interaction sorry from my perspective why did i say that from my perspective the whole transaction that's what i was looking for it's quite a chill experience. You check out. It's quite a cheap ticket price compared to most shows. Um, I also have jokes kind of in the checkout yeah. about like, oh, do you want to join my mailing list? Yes, I'm easily peer pressured. Like it's very obvious I've set up the ticketing yeah. on the thank you email you get. You get thanks, you bloody legend. Yeah. See you at the show. It's very obvious. It's all in my voice. Mm. Yet people must buy it and be like, fuck, it's three weeks away. I need to know everything about the event now. And but then like, they just get on the email and go, Luke, I'm with my friend Stephanie. And <laughs> <laughs> but like, wouldn't if you check your ticket and it didn't have like a seat number and all that sort of shit, wouldn't that give it away that it's... Yeah, well, it says general admission. Yeah, it and there's like only one option. Like yeah. there's only, you can only buy general admission tickets yeah. to all my shows. I don't know, man. Whatever. <laughs> I felt like, you know how I feel? I feel like the guy in the IT crowd when like people call him, he's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. A, sh a British comedy about these guys who run tech support and they're like, have you tried turning it off and on yeah. again? And then that always is the answer. Yeah. I feel like that 
with ticketing. Because because I love everyone that comes to my shows, <laughs> but fifteen percent of you are stupid, really dumb. And that's coming from me. <laughs> so that's that must hurt. Hang on, hang on. We have a sound effect for that. Epic. Epic Ouch. burn. Boom. Got him. Guy who doesn't read books called you stupid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fuck TikTok, guys. Whatever. I'm over it now. Um, but but you know what's funny? I, I come on here and complain about it. Like I'm being hardly done by. I literally encourage it to make yeah. <laughs> to make uh, the video go more viral. I saw that people were getting angry. And then I saw that a couple of people coming in there. And by the way, I'm not saying all girls were getting angry. Most girls in the comments were like, you guys are fucking dumb. This is hilarious. Yeah. This is, you've misread the joke. Anyway, so a lot of people are like getting angry, right? And I'll come in there like I'm, I'm out, like I'm doing stuff. I think it was at the 21st. And I could see this video is going viral. And I don't know if you guys know this, but if a video is getting a lot of comments, positive or negative, the algorithm can't tell, your video gets shown to more people. So I was going into the comment section and starting fights with people like I was just like some girl named Jennifer was like you are so dumb blah blah, blah having my back and I just go yeah get him Jen <laughs> and then all of a sudden the other person goes fuck you blah, blah, and leaves 10 more comments and I'm like now I'm on 100 people's more feeds and I just keep going in there throughout the night yeah. just like lighting the yeah. fire you know I guys flies. it's called playing the game all right and now that video is 800,000 views because it made like three chicks angry <laughs> So, um, yeah, guys, so I, I, I'm coming here complaining, um, but really I actually started the arguments. <laughs> I am pretty funny like that. Uh, it's a good one. Um, let's do, I don't know who needs to hear this. Um, I, I read a couple of the emails before it, uh, a few personal attacks. Yes. Uh, this one comes in from Brayden. Oh, by the way, this segment guys is... Just a one, it's a kind of like a wake up call. If you feel personally attacked by this segment, it's usually maybe a wake up call, and often they're actually directed at me. That's what the segment is becoming. Uh, like Braden, he said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but eating a large amount of wheat bix is not a personality trait. <laughs> that stings, Braden. Um, I was talking about this with Lewis during the week, we were uh. <laughs> We are building a new studio for Luke and Lewis, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, and on the studio, we had to put a bunch of things that reflect our personality on the set. I didn't know what the fuck to put there. I was like, I could put some CDs. I had a, um, a little like DeLorean thing from Back to the Future because I like Back to the Future. I have like three things I could put there. And I go to Lewis, I'm like, dude, he's like, I don't know. Why don't you like put like wheat picks there? I was like, I can't just put a packet of wheat bix behind me. I'm like, and then I realized all I've completely aligned my personality with brands. Like if you go like, what's four things associated with Luke Kidgel? Most people think cotton on mountain Dew, <laughs> wheat bix and JJ's. <laughs> they're all brands. Like they're, they're, they're just companies. So, <laughs> So I think, Brayden, thank you. I needed to hear that. Um, you're right. It's not a personality trait. But at the same time, may I remind you that I do seven every goddamn day. Every day. 
Actually, last week I had some special K, which is like 40-year-old <laughs> mum cereal. It's like I'm pregnant cereal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been, I've whatever, man. I smashed Bix and it's not a personality trait, but Brayden, it is mine and I'm not going to change it. I'm sorry, man. I'm a Bix boy through and through. You can't fight it. This next one comes in from Jack. Hey, Luke, I don't know who needs to hear this, but doing skids in your shitbox Commodore isn't cool. Boom! I bet you a bunch of people needed to hear that. Holden aren't even a company anymore. Give it up. Wait, are they? No, they're General Motors now. Yeah, no, Ford's not a company anymore, I don't think. Oh, Ford's not. Oh, yeah. Holden just aren't being manufactured in Australia. Yeah, something like that. Guys, whatever. I don't know that much about cars. The point is, I couldn't agree more with Jack. All right? Don't rip skids full stop. Hooning is... Hooning, I don't, I don't get it. I Obviously, I, maybe I'm. Just, it's not for me, but I just don't see the appeal of having a hoon, guys. Mm. It's not for me, personally. But um, this one, last one comes in from Zara. Hi, Luke and Robot. Good, she's using your connect, your cor- connect <laughs> correct pronoun, yeah. which is great. That's what Reese prefers. <laughs> like other girls are like, you know, she, her in their yeah. like bio. Yeah, I'm going to add that to my Instagram. Your, one's, your one just says, I, Robot. <laughs> it's just a Will Smith film. Um, I don't know who needs to hear this. If you dye your hair blonde. Oh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you dye your hair blonde, it doesn't mean your her personality has changed from Zara. Damn, a lot of personality dicks yeah. this week. Um, I feel like that was directed at one of Zara's friends yeah. and Zara didn't have the confidence to tell her friend. <laughs> so instead she vented her frustrations by e- emailing a podcast that she listens to. And I think she might've done that in the hope that her Zara's friend listens to this episode mm. and Zara's friend. I couldn't agree more. You know, a hair change is not a personality change. You might feel different. You might look different, but at the end of the day, you are the same person. Um, but at the same time, though, I kind of can. I, I can change your vibe a little bit. If I dyed my hair blonde, like just full-on blonde, like and then shaved it like Slim Shady, I would have a completely different vibe about me. Yeah. You'd be like, are you trying to be Eminem in, <laughs> in 2000? You were four. <laughs> what are you doing? What, what's next, Luke? You're going to start skateboarding? <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> I've, yeah, look, with girls, I feel like a hair change between brunette and blonde is not too much of a change because some girls float between the two, yeah. like throughout their, you know, adulthood slash 20s. You know, some girls go, I'm going to go, you know, blonde for a bit and then I'm going to go get some tips, get some highlights. Not tips. Tips are like Backstreet Boys. It's called <laughs> highlights. I think no, no guy's getting, like no one in the world is getting frosted tips anymore. <laughs> like they're in a band with Justin Timberlake. I wonder what those other four guys from NSYNC are doing. You're like, JT made it. And those other guys are probably at parties like, yeah, once I knew Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That's brutal. But um, how long have we got to go? We're almost at an hour, aren't we? We have got one and a half minutes. Oh, shit. Well, um, yeah, guys, I was quickly going to talk about the new Luke and Lewis studio. I guess we only have a minute and a half. Yeah, um, yeah the Luke and Lewis studio has been updated we would love it if you checked it out, the podcast. Uh, we're working with Misfits Management, um, which is the management company that represents a bunch of different people like uh, the Misfits. They're like a big group of YouTubers in Australia, um, the E-Boys, a uh, few other people in the UK. 
I don't really know most of them. I mean, they're huge. I think they will have like millions of people. Yeah. We're easily the smallest people on their management, but um, it's pretty exciting and there should be a lot of good opportunities coming up for us. So, uh, yeah, <coughs> almost died then. New studio looks sick. And, uh, yeah, we've spent like the last couple of weeks running off to kind of do that. And um, so we'd love it if you if you checked it out. Reese has checked it out. What are your thoughts? It's bloody awesome, man. It is. It's very, very cool indeed. It kind of looks like a, well, it is. It's like a professional set. It looks kind of like a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, TV set, yeah. It's like if Lewis and I had had a TV show. So obviously there's like a Shrek, you know, figurine behind me in the background <laughs> and stuff. Don't worry, guys. It's it's not too professional. People freak out when you change. Yeah. People are like, it's not too good, is it? <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, guys, shows start this week. I would love to see you there. Warnable, still tickets on sale. Bring your friends. We are hopefully adding another Geelong and another Adelaide show. Uh, the rest, however, are sold out. And uh, salts, if you missed out. But uh, hopefully I can see you in Melbourne. We're done. We're, done. We're out. That is the end. And um, I guess we're going to end it with Radio Mike's sound effect. Although his sound effect was very much for the start of the podcast. Yeah. Not the end. Guys, this will be a really confusing end to the podcast. But that's the end. Go where? Go home. Just go do, <laughs> guys, go do something else. All right. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye.